The Fitch Bandwagon with Alice Faye and Phil Harris. It's dreamy soft, shining as though it had been brushed and brushed and brushed. That's the way your hair will be when you use Fitch's new cream shampoo. For Fitch thoroughly cleanses the heaviest or finest hair leaves it smooth and glistening with romantic highlights. Fitch Cream Shampoo is made with two beneficial beauty aids, purified lanolin and the finest olive oil. Lanolin is used to soften the hair. Olive oil is used to bring out sparkling highlights. A small dab of Fitch Cream Shampoo whips into hands full of double-rich lather. Then to rinse, a swish of plain water and every bubble of suds is gone. Fitch Cream Shampoo is economical, too. Compare the size of the jar. Compare its low cost. At drug or toilet goods counters, buy Fitch Cream Shampoo for softer, shinier hair. The F.W. Fitch Company, makers of Fitch Shampoo, presents The Fitch Bandwagon, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Robert North, Leo Cleary, Walter Scharf and his music, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. <laughs> Today, as we look in on the Harris home, Alice is on the phone talking to her brother, William. And we find Phil in the den telling the children stories. And then what happened to Goldilocks, Daddy? Well, she woke up, ran out of the house, and waved goodbye to the three bears, Anaheim, Azusa, and Doo-Wah-Diddy. <laughs> Gee, Daddy, how did you learn to tell stories like that? Oh, honey, it's easy once you get to be a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the story of Cinderella and Prince Charming. Now, Prince Charming was you, a Daddy? handsome young man. Was he as handsome as you, Daddy? Nah. <laughs> anyway, Prince Charming fell in love with Cinderella. And kids, Cinderella was a beautiful blonde girl. Like Mommy? Yeah, like Mommy. Uh, well, of course, she was a little younger than your mother. You see, uh, Cinderella was only 18, and uh, your mother is close to, hold I would it, say... Hold it, Buster, hold it! <laughs> Because I'm close to 20, you don't have to tell the children. All right, all right. Who was that on the phone, honey? Oh, it was William. Oh, William, huh? And what does the Encino Flash want? Oh, he's way over. He has a wonderful surprise for us. He's taking you and me to the ballet tonight. He's taking us to the what? To the ballet. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful, Phil? Well, Glorioski. Just thrills me from the tip of my tootsie toes to the top of my kinky head. <laughs> oh, the ballet. Look, Alice, I ain't going. I'm not going. 
Phil Harris at a ballet is, uh, is, is incongruous. <laughs> Let her chew on that for a while. It is not incongruous. How do you like that? She knows the word, and I thought I just made it up. <laughs> oh, Phil, I told William we'd go. He's just trying to be nice. He's been too nice lately. He's been buying things for me and getting tickets, doing everything. I don't trust that guy. I think he's just being uh, deploratory. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got you that time. <laughs> that one I know I made up. <laughs> Hey, but seriously, Alice, I can't go to the ballet tonight. I can't because I promised Frankie I'd go to the fights with him. Oh, but you can go to the fights anytime. Besides, William has the ticket, so you'll have to go, and that's that. Oh, all right, all right. It's times like this, I wish I had my own money. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm going, so forget about it. Look, I'm going to call Frankie and tell him that I can't go to the fight. I'll get it, Phil. Hello, Alice, dear. Oh, hello, William. Come on in. Did you tell Philip I'm taking him to the ballet tonight? Yes, I mm. did. Now, Betty was excited. You might call it that. <laughs> you know, Phil is a little puzzled as to why you're doing all these things for him lately. Well, Alice, I'm just doing to get on the good side of him, get to know him better. That's why I bought him that book the other day, the one on psychoanalysis by Sigmund Freud. Oh. <laughs> Do you think Phil is ready for Sigmund Freud? Well, I, I made him a present of the book because I thought it would help him. Hi, Willie. If he applies himself, I feel the book will be of great education. Hi, Willie. And furthermore, he'd learn to good morning, Philip, and George. <laughs> this character don't even stop for a breath. I was just talking about the book I gave you the other day. Did you enjoy it? Oh, the book. Yeah, the book, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cute thing. It's very interesting. What was the name of it again? The Economic Principle of Masochism in the New Introductory Lectures on Psychoanalysis. Well, strike me pen. <laughs> I uh, was afraid it might be a little too deep for you and you'd have difficulty reading what it. What are you talking about? It's a pushover. I read the book last night. That's right, William. Phil spent two hours reading it. Oh, how far did he get? To the fourth word in the title. Philip, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm disappointed. I don't even think you looked at the book. I doubt if you even know the title or the author's name. Oh, no, don't be silly. The title of the book is The Economic Principle of Masochism in the New Introductory Lectures on Psychoanalysis. And the author is that eminent psychoanalyst, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. I'm giving it the German pronunciation. <laughs> Dumb cough. <laughs> Fine way to talk to me. One more word out of your Philip, and I won't take you to the ballet tonight. Any particular word? Just give me a hint. Any word? <laughs> Any word at all. I don't want to mess up this opportunity, Clyde. My goodness, it's five o'clock. I'd better hurry home and get dressed. Oh, we're going formal, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll pick you up at 7.30. Oh, by the way, if you care to take anybody along, I have an extra ticket. Goodbye, Philip. <laughs> 
There goes a sparkling personality. That kid has all the charm of a cold fried egg. <laughs> well, you'd better go out and put your full dress suit on. Wait, wait, wait just a minute. I ain't wearing that full dress suit, and that's final. I haven't worn that thing since the day we got married, and it wouldn't look good on me anymore. Oh, Phil, it'll look even better on you now. Your shoulders are broader. Your chest is fuller. You're more distinguished looking. Oh, you'll be positively irresistible in it. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> okay, honey, I'll run right up and put it on. Oh, brother, he soaked that oil up like a rusty hinge. <laughs> I don't know why men hate to get dressed up. Well, he's just like my uncle. The only day he'll get dressed up is on St. Patty's Day. And sure, on that day, he's the center of attraction. Who do they say has a way with the ladies? Who do they plan as the man of the day? Who in his wink has the twinkle of Hades? Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shay. If he goes fonder beyond city limits And he makes love to you, shove him away If he still spoons till the moon's getting dim It's Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shay. Children cry, damsels die, ladies lie, spins to side to Shawnee O'Shea. And though he is quite a roué, they go for Shawnee O'Shea. Young and gay, old and gray, they all pray he will stay. He's quite in demand. In the city, he's the toast of it. He makes the most of it. Cause O'Shea likes to play to the grandstand. You better be ready. Looking his way turns a maid to a yeah Making each heart want to start in the fall Oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee Oh, Shawnee In his blue suit, who's as cute as the Dickens Irish eyes dancing and prancing and gay Makes your heart thump while your blood pressure quicken Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee Betsy beams, Daisy dreams, Greta gleams, Sally screams, Shawnee O'Shea. They all are carried away Shawnee, Shawnee. by Mr. Shawnee O'Shea. He annoys all the boys, he destroys all their joys, but who can they sue? If they gave his Casanova brain a shot of Nova cane, would it kill all the thrill of his voodoo? Why is each lad feeling sad when the fun's on? What's a gay blade in the shade gonna say? Who would each swain like to train all his guns on? Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee, oh, Shawnee. Yeah, 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 I'm dressed. Gee, Alice, I feel silly in this full dress suit. I don't want to wear this thing, and I don't want to go to no ballet. That's for sissies. Oh, it is not. It's a beautiful form of art. There's nothing more graceful than aesthetic dancing. You promised you'd go, and that's final. Must be some way getting out of this. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, honey, we can't go out tonight. It's the nurse's day off, and there's no one to stay with the children. Ha, 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 what a pity. <laughs> Gee whiz, and I was dying to see that ballet, too. <laughs> oh, you will. I've called Julius. He's coming over to sit with the children. <laughs> Trapped. <laughs> oh, Phil, will you answer that? I'm going upstairs and get dressed. All right, I'll get it. 
Gee whiz, I look ridiculous dressed like this. Oh, you look very nice, Phil. That full dress suit shows off your broad shoulders and your beautiful curly hair. All and right, all eyes. right. That worked once. You can forget it now. <laughs> Come in. I'm coming. Ah, oh, hello, Frankie. Hiya, Curl. <laughs> if it ain't gorgeous, George. <laughs> Curly, what are you dressed like a pallbearer for? Don't be a funny man. I'm not dressed like a pallbearer. I happen to be wearing my full dress suit. How'd I look? Like a sloppy penguin. (laughs) What are you wearing that for? The fights ain't formal, you know. I ain't going to no fights with you. Why not? Well, if you must know, I'm, uh... I'm spending the evening at the ballet. (laughs) Well, (laughs) la-di-da! I don't think I heard you right Where'd you say you're going? To the ballet Ballet (laughs) B-E-L-L-Y So Pavlova Harris is going to the ballet You big sissy I am not Don't be calling me a sissy Because I'm not a sissy I'll have you know that the ballet is a beautiful form of art. There's nothing more graceful than antiseptic dancing. <laughs> well, every man to his own decadent taste. <laughs> have a nice time at the ballet. <laughs> oh, wait till I tell the boys down at the front. Hold it, hold there. it a minute. Just hold it a second. Don't get in no hurry. What's the matter? You ain't telling nobody nothing. If I have to go to that ballet, you're going with me. I just happen to have an extra ticket for you, you lucky little fellow, you. Oh, wait a minute, Curly. I ain't going to no ballet. Oh, yes, you are, if you want to play that left-handed guitar in my band. <laughs> this is dictatorship. <laughs> Look, Curly, we can't go to a ballet. Did you ever see one of those things before? No. Well, I did. I was shanghai <laughs> Some of the poses them dancers strike are ridiculous. Fella and a dame get out in the center of the stage. Yeah? She cases the joint. <laughs> then she gets up on her toes like this. Pull me up. I'll show you what I mean. Okay, now you're up there. All right, now turn around slowly and I'll show you what the dame does. Like this? Hold my foot up high. <laughs> Gets yeah. her foot way up like this. Yeah. Well, if it ain't Velos and your lamp. <laughs> oh, it's Julius. May I have the next polka, Miss Manley? <laughs> All right, don't get funny, Shorty. Frankie was just showing me a ballet step. <laughs> don't let me stop you. You want to dance, ballerina dance. And do your pirouette and rhythm with your aching heart. <laughs> Thank you, Vaughn Monroe. <laughs> Obnoxious little ogre, ain't he? At least. What are you doing here, anyway? <laughs> Miss Faye asked me to come over and sit with the children tonight while she goes out with your dancing partner. <laughs> You're gonna sit with the kids while they go? 
Excuse me a minute, Julia. <laughs> Curly, come here. What do you want? Maybe I can get us out of this. We couldn't go to the ballet if Julius wasn't here to sit with the kids. If something were to happen yeah, to little Julius. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, if something was to happen to him, but what could happen? Frankie, put down that shovel. <laughs> we got to be subtle about this. I just want to give him a little hit in the head. Look, Curly, if we just... Well, Phil, I'm all dressed and ready to go. Oh, hello, Julius. Hello, Frankie. Hello. Hey, Frankie's going to go to the ballet with us. Gee, Miss Faye, you look positively scrumptious in that strapless evening gown. Alice, you ain't going out in public in a gown like that, are you? Why, your shoulders are all exposed. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop talking like a husband. <laughs> you look swell. Oh, thank you, Julius. I don't know why you don't like it, Phil. I love the way it fits. Do you notice the way it clings to me? It's got a cling. It's hanging on for dear life. <laughs> Look, if you're going to wear that gown, I ain't going. Oh, stop it. Stop it. You're just trying to get out of going to the ballet, but it won't work. Oh, what's that out there? That must be William. Come on, fellas. Goodbye, Julius. Goodbye, soulmate. You go out to the car a while, Alice. We'll be right with you. Wait a minute, Remley. It ain't no use stalling. We gotta go. Yeah, I know we gotta go, but that don't mean we gotta stay when we get there. What do you mean? I got an idea. Hey, Julius. Yeah? <laughs> How would you like to make five bucks? You pique my curiosity, Mr. Remley. <laughs> Tell me more. As soon as we get to the ballet, I want you to phone us. We'll leave our seat numbers at the box office. You tell Alice the kids are being bad and we have to come home right away. You want me to pull a trick like that? On the girl of my dreams? For only five bucks? Huh? I'll do it? I mean, I'll do it. Swell, kid, here's your Finsky. Now, don't forget the call. Okay. The things I do for money. I'm a little rat. But at least I'm a rich little rat. Hey, Curly, this scheme of mine works. We can still go to the fights. Uh, I don't know. What's the matter? Is it too complicated for you? <laughs> what are you talking about complicated? Of course it ain't complicated. If you think that's complicated, let me tell you a little story. You're going to sing now, huh? Like a bird. <laughs> I met a guy today I knew years ago when he was 23. And he was married to a widow who was pretty as she could be. Now, this widow had a grown-up daughter who had beautiful hair of red, and this guy's father fell in love with her, and soon the two were wed. Now, this made the guy's dad his son-in-law and changed his very life, for his daughter was his mother because she was his father's wife. Now, to complicate the matter, and even though it brought him joy, he soon became the father of a bouncing baby boy. Now, his little baby then became a brother-in-law to his dad, and so became his uncle, and though that made him very sad for... Well, if the baby was his uncle, then that also made him brother of the widow's grown-up daughter, who, of course, was his stepmother. He's his own grandpa. Yeah, you're catching on. He's his own grandpa. What else? It sounds funny, I know, but really it's so. 
He's his own grandpa. Wait a minute, get a load of this. Now, his father's wife then had a son who kept him on the run. So he became his grandchild, for he was his daughter's son. His wife is now his mother's mother, and of course that makes him blue, because although she's his wife, she's his grandmother too. He's his own grandpa. Fun in the living room. He's his own grandpa. Well, Natch, it sounds funny, I know, but really it's so. He's his own grandpa. Get the payoff. Now, if his wife is his grandmother, then he's her grandchild. And every time the guy thinks of it, well, it nearly drives him wild. For now, he has become the strangest case you ever saw. As husband of his grandmother, he's his own grandpa. He's his own grandpa. And loving every minute. He's his own grandpa. Cozy corner, it sounds funny, I know. But really, it's so. He's his own grandpa. It took so long parking the car, I'm afraid we're a little late. Hey, here's the theater. They got pictures of the dancing girls outside. Yeah, let's hurry in before they start. Fellas, come out of there. That's the Burbank burlesque. <laughs> yeah, so this is what a burlesque theater looks like. <laughs> First time I ever saw one. <laughs> come along, the ballet's right next door. I'd rather go to the burlesque. Yeah, just to see what it looks like, of course. <laughs> Don't be vulgar, Franklin. <laughs> Your tastes in entertainment are extremely low. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Tickets, uh, please. Do you have your tickets for the ballet, sir? Oh, yes, yes, I have them right here. They're here someplace. Oh, here they are. Thank you, sir. Uh, just a moment. These tickets are for the Burbank Burlesque. Oh, by error. Those are for tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if it ain't Wee Willie Faye, the runway Romeo. Oh, William, how vulgar. Your tastes in entertainment are extremely degrading. Don't you agree, Philip? Positively deploratory. I don't believe we should be seen in this company. Shall we go, Franklin? Let's do, Philip. Our Alex. Goodbye, William. So long, baby boy. So long. Now, come back here. Come back here, both of you. William, give the man the tickets and let's go in. Very well. Here you are. Uh, Thank you. When you go in, please try to be quiet. The performance has already started. Your seats are in the last row. Yes, thank you. Come along, Philip. I'll be right with you, Runway. Go ahead. <laughs> um... Hey, bud. Yes, sir? Um, my name is Harris. And look, if a call comes for my wife, come in and get her right away. It's very important. Very huh? well, sir. May I hold the door for you, sir? Yes, do. <laughs> oh, dear, I'm afraid we missed quite a bit of it. Yes, yes, let's get to our seats as quickly and unobtrusively as possible. Come along, Franklin. Come along where? <laughs> so dark in here, I can't see my hand in front of my face. <laughs> I can't see nothing either, Remley. You'd think with all the cabbage they take in in this joint, they could afford lights. <laughs> come on, come on, Phil. Let's get into our seats. They're right here in the middle of this row. Okay, okay. I'll lead the way. Pardon us, madam. Pardon us. 
I said, pardon us, madam. Well, are you going to stand up or do you want us to jump? <laughs> That's telling her, Curly. These people who come to a ballet haven't the courtesy to... Shh. Hey, I'm glad we got here late. Well, everybody's hissing. The show must have been pretty dull so far. <laughs> Pardon us, please, lady. Yes, pardon us. Thank you. Excuse us, please. Sorry. Phil, hurry up. What's taking you so long to get to our seats? I can't walk any faster in these high heels. <laughs> what high heels? That dame had her shoes off and I stepped into it. <laughs> Thank goodness. Here are our seats. Now, let's sit All down. All this trouble just to see a lousy ballet. It's pitch dark. You gotta go climbing over, people. Phil... Phil, will you please sit down? All right, all right. <laughs> Fine seat. It's hard as a rock and it's so low I can't see a thing. You forgot to put the seat down. You're sitting on the floor. <laughs> Stay down there, Curly. From where I'm sitting, I can see the stage. <laughs> Franklin, be quiet and watch the performance. Mrs. Harris, I hate to disturb you, but we just received a phone message at the box office for you. A phone message for me? Yes. I was told to tell you that... Good old Julius. He's right on the ball. That kid's a dumb. Regular Western Union boy. Now we won't have to sit through this thing. Oh, fellas. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid we'll have to go. What a pity. What a dirty shame. Oh, what's up, honey? Yeah, what did Julius have to say? <laughs> well, he said the children wouldn't behave. Wait a minute. How do you know it was Julius that called? Phil, you two didn't have anything to do with this, did you? Nah. <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing sounds sort of strange to me, but we'll have to go home now and see what's wrong with the children. Come on. Oh, dear. We didn't see any of the ballet at all. <laughs> it's a complete waste of my hard-earned money. I'm going to the manager and see if I can get a refund. Yeah, you do that loose leaf. You go right ahead. See what you can do. We'll meet you at the car. Let's go, Alice. Pardon me, mister. Excuse me, bud. Pardon me, lady. Pardon me, lady. Oh, here are your shoes back. <laughs> Pardon me, lady. Wish Frankie had worked. We're out of there. It's too late to go to the fights, but at least we got out of that ballet. Ah, we can go to the fights Friday night. They got better fights that night anyway. I have wonderful news, Franklin. Instead of a refund, the manager gave me three tickets for the ballet on Friday night. Oh, <laughs> oh, now isn't that wonderful? Friday night. Oh, but Willie, we... what do you mean three tickets? Who ain't going? I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday night, I'm going to the fights. Shall we go? You're going to the let fight, me up, Curly. Let me out. No, you don't. He's my brother-in-law. I got priority rights. I'm going to break every bone in your body. Phil will be back in just a moment. Dandruff is inexcusable. Yes, dandruff is inexcusable because all dandruff can be removed with one application of Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Leading medical authorities say there are two kinds of dandruff. One is loose and flaky. It's the unsightly kind other people see. 
The second type clings to the scalp. It's the invisible, irritating kind you can feel. No other shampoo but Fitch removes both kinds of dandruff completely. So be free of unsightly dandruff. Be free of invisible, irritating dandruff. Yes, be free of all embarrassing dandruff with Fitch. Fitch is the only shampoo made that's guaranteed to remove dandruff with the first application. And the Fitch guarantee is backed by one of the world's largest insurance firms. Remember, dandruff is inexcusable. So to remove your dandruff, switch to Fitch. Use it regularly each week. At drug counters, barber, and beauty shops, ask for Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Fitch is spelled F-I-T-C-H. Folks, this is Phil Harris. The Red Cross 1948 campaign calls for $75 million. Now, I know that sounds like a lot of cabbage, but don't let it scare you. No one has to give it all personally. You know, they're dividing it up a little. Everybody gives. Even the walking man, Jackson, gave plenty, and if you can get money out of him, believe me, it's got to be a worthy cause. <laughs> so what do you say? Let's all get in there and pitch, huh? Thanks. Good night, everybody. Girls, for softer, shinier hair, use Fitch's new cream shampoo. It's made with purified lanolin and the finest olive oil. Lanolin to soften, olive oil for sparkling highlights. Try Fitch cream shampoo. Bill Foreman speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.